How's everybody doing? I'm Billy Loveland. And I'm Lindy Loveland. We're so happy to be with you today. And we are going to be sharing some parables about seeds and yeah, kind of I thought we were going to do this a couple of weeks ago, but you know we we've been kind of pushed back. I don't know if they're saving the best for last. No. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> thanks. But uh, you know, parables. I've always enjoyed parables. You know, yes. teaching kids for so many years. You know, parables were always a kind of a cool, cool little story, and the kids could kind of understand them. I and I think Jesus, you know, would would teach with parables because it made it. You know, the truth's easy to understand. That's right. I think so, too. And I think that, like, I struggled a little bit in the beginning of why he taught in parables so they didn't understand. But then I checked in with our wise friend, David Bromley. David Bromley. Yes. Was a good one to check in with. That's right. And And what did he say? Well, and he said it's because... They were fulfilling that phrase that we read from Isaiah. That really he's talking about the Pharisees. That the Pharisees and even the people back in where Isaiah were talking to, they had hardened their hearts, they had closed their ears of the word, and so it was a ever hearing but not hearing. That's right. Yeah. And it was it was fulfilling that prophecy. Okay. And that the people, the Pharisees in Jesus' time, weren't open to hearing other than the way they wanted it heard. Right. Okay. And so he spoke to the people in these parables, and those that were seeing mm-hmm. saw the truth. Those that were hearing heard the truth mm-hmm. because they had a heart to seek Okay, okay. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. No, I mean, always the simple thing we we would tell children was it's an earthly story with a heavenly message, which I guess there's that that has some truth to it. I think it does. I mean, and I'd love to think about it that way because, you know, there are parables of our own. Oh, yeah. Because we love a good object lesson. Sure, yeah. So a good object lesson is basically... Like a modern-day parable. Sure, I've got a parable today. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know which one we're going to talk about, but I, I have one. Really? I have lots of them. <laughs> and we can, we can spend a lot of time on my parables. <laughs> I see them out every day. Okay. You know, and, 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 you know, I don't know, maybe I'm, what, what was that old uh, term, a bad hunter is a good farmer, maybe? I don't know, or a good gardener, you, you lost know? lost me there. Uh, well, <laughs> anyway. anyway I like to hunt, but maybe I'm just not good enough at it. So I, I, I enjoy gardening, you know. Right. And you do too. Well, you're a good gardener. Yeah. And you take good care of the soil. Yeah. Well, just happened this year. I planted my tomatoes probably a little early. Yeah. And we had a really late freeze, okay? So we, me and Lenny get out there and we cover up the tomatoes. We put buckets on them in cardboard boxes, whatever we could find <laughs> to cover them up. And then... We pulled them off too early one Sunday morning because we we're, we're trying, trying to, to go get to church. church. I didn't want them to get too hot. <laughs> and I just realized that, you know, sometimes we have to, you know, give some protection to young kids or, or, or youngsters, these young plants, to, to, to protect them from the elements or protect them from the world. And that was my parable was we were protecting them. And maybe I pulled that protection off a little too soon. Yes. Which most of them survived. I had a couple I had to replant. but a few casualties. The funny thing was, they looked horrible. And I'm like, 
oh gosh, they're all going to die. And then they just start to have a little bit of, yep. little, little bit coming back. A little, and now they look great. I yeah. mean, you know. Well, you would so gently, they survive. You, you would gently care for them. That's right. You know, you mm-hmm. would give them the extra little yeah. nurturing they needed when they were a little wounded. And mm-hmm. so you were out there kind of helping them along. But, yeah. Yeah, so they that needed, was my parable. They now, needed I sunshine. I can tell you some from more. The Lord. I can tell you some more parables from from <laughs> okay. our yard, but okay. uh, we um, might need to move on. We might touch on those later. So, we're, what are we talking about? The parable of the soil? I think we are. No. What? No, they did that one last week. Oh, Derek I thought that's the one we were doing. <laughs> Derek, and, Derek and Rucker. Did Derek that and one? Rucker beat us to that one. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Give your give your thoughts on it. No, no, no. We, we'll hit it later. Okay, good. Okay. We'll hit it later. We're talking about a seed. Really? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the mustard seed. Well, mustard seeds are tiny. I know. I mean, they're <laughs> tiny. But there's a parable about the okay, mustard well, seed. Okay, well, before you get there. Of course. I, I brought a seed. Of course you did. A small seed. Of course you did. Can you see this? Of course you did. Let's see. Is that, is that visible right there? Do you know what kind of seed that is? Do you know? No. I was outside one day, and all of a sudden, fluttering down, I thought it was a, a little moth or something at first. But it happened to be, let's see if you can see this. I don't know. Ah. Looks like a little helicopter. Yes. That's that a tiny a little cone? seed. Is that from a pine cone? That is from a pine cone. Okay. Here we go. There it goes. There we go. That is a pine seed. So from this little tiny seed, of course, most of the seed is right here in the end. The rest of it's a wing. That will produce a huge pine tree. Yes, and from here in Louisiana, we have pine trees everywhere. Yeah. And they're very large. And so, from that, uh, the mustard seed parable is kind of like this. From that little tiny seed, yes. this great plant grows. Now, that being said, the mustard seed that I know are little tiny black dots. I mean, they're, they're the size of a pinhead, maybe. And the plant... No, cause you know. it, it's growing in our garden right now. I know. Now. we got some volunteers yeah. growing right now yeah. in our garden. So It's not that big. Is that the plant we're talking about here? Do I we don't need think to read, so. Do we need I to read this? I will read the parable, okay. but we did the little research, or, okay. and it's a black mustard seed from that area, because you know Jesus is going to okay. use pictures okay. and objects from their area, that part of the country. So a black mustard seed would grow large. Okay, well, the mustard seed I've seen is very small. Yeah. But the plants aren't that big as, as what you're going to read here. Right. So let's just read it. And okay, this is go. from Matthew 13, 31 through 35. Okay. The parable of the mustard seed. Okay. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds come and perch in its branches. So this is a different type of mustard plant than what we're used to here in Louisiana, obviously. Yes. The ones we have around here are more like collard greens or, you know, turnip greens or something. You cut them up and you cook them and they're good. But um, they, they get, you know... A big one might get this big. When it goes to seed, it might be a couple of feet tall. Yeah, and you plant them in your garden. Right. Not in a field. Okay. okay. So, I mean, like this says. Well, and what we read about the black the- mustard is it, it tends to be a big bush or tree, you know. Right. Eight, ten feet tall. Yeah. You know, it gets, gets pretty big from this little small seed, kind of like this pine seed here. Mm-hmm. And 
it provides shade. Uh, I, I'm assuming they use it for for different kinds of. Uh, right. And I think one thing about this parable, sure, uh-huh. is the. It's like the kingdom of heaven is like this seed. Oh, that's what he says, right? And so, right. And so the growth of this seed to this tree is just letting us know that this seed has very humble beginnings. Very humble, very small. Very small beginnings. And it's planted by someone intentionally in a field with space to grow. But then it grows into this large plant. But then nature... Birds are able to come and enjoy uh, protection, enjoy refuge yeah, here yeah. in this And so what were the humble beginnings of the kingdom of heaven? Well, I mean... Like the birth of Jesus in a I manger? Mean, I would think that. Yeah, I mean... You know, you know. I mean, that's a very... To me, that's a... Just a, a very simple analogy to get yeah, there. Yeah. Because he did have a very humble beginning in... He chose to come in a manger, right? Not to waltz into Jerusalem as a Jerusalem king. as a king, right. as everyone expected him right. to. Right, and then as and then the his, church started at, yeah. at pretty humble beginnings. Yeah, I get and that. And then he started with his twelve, right? And then it just grew. You okay. put the word of God out there, and God's going to bless it and grow it, and it's going to grow into our church, the church of now, and where people can come. At different times and have refuge well, you know, and, and learn. And, 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 you know, that reminds me of another parable that we're going to talk about here. And, and it's really kind of an obscure one that, honestly, I, I've i probably just read right through it before. Right. And really didn't pay any attention. Because, you know, when, not, when you go out to the garden and you plant your seed, you know, you're expecting, okay, it's going to just grow. Yeah. You know, I don't get out there and go, okay, come on, let's go. You know, you, you water, we you do, do the all things, the work. You we do, do all the work. All the pre-work. But once you put it in there, <laughs> God does the rest. That's right. And so there's a there's a parable. Do you want and, me to read that one too? Yeah. The parable of the growing seed from Mark four, twenty six through twenty nine. And really, honestly, I don't know that I have I've probably heard this referred to, the truth of this referred to. Right. But I don't know that I've ever well, I know. And honed in on it. Just us talking about this, we pulled this out, and, and it's very interesting. And I do love it. Yeah. I do love it. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Mark four twenty six through 29. The parable of the growing seed. Hmm. He also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it because the harvest has come. Yeah, so sometimes we, got, we need to remember, we have to get out and do the work, and we have to plant the seed. But who brings in the har? I mean, who 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 creates the harvest? That's right. God does. God does. That's right. So sometimes it's not up to us to make people do what they're supposed to do and follow the gospel. You know, obey the gospel, and you know we're going to dunk you into the baptistry over there. <laughs> God will take care of that for us. That's right. It is our job to prepare the soil, mm-hmm. to take the seed, mm-hmm. and to plant the seed. Right. And it, to take the word, take the message, we are carriers of the message, 
and to deliver the message and to mm-hmm. plant the message. But it is God who grows that. And he tells us his word does not come back void. Mm-hmm. Like he is going to do with his word what he plans for it to do. Well, and, and, and sometimes we some of those seeds may stay dormant for a while. Yeah. You yeah. Know, once you plant it, it might sit there for a while before it decides, okay, I'm going to sprout now. God's right. going to God's going to make it sprout now. Yeah, cuz I mean, even in our garden, some <laughs> some plant some seeds come out before other seeds. Oh, some, I was out there working the other day and I'm like from where I had some stuff planted last year, here's something coming up. And I'm like, okay. You decide to wait till this year to come up. <laughs> you know, cuz I planted something yeah. totally different there. Yes. I'm like, okay, you know. You yeah. know, I mean like that's all God. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It is and cool. And, of course, you know, Derek and, and, and Rucker talked about the different types of soil. Right. When 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 the seed is sown, there's different hearts. And, uh, you know, some is receptive. Some of it, you know, you sow the seed and it comes up and, there, and there's the, 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 the vines and the tares and the weeds that it can't contend with. Right. And then some of it's on rocky soil and they're like, man, I'm just not paying any attention to that. You know? Right. So, and some of it just goes by the wayside and just gets eaten by the birds. That's right. So, you know, if we, but if we get it out there in the ground that we've prepared, mm-hmm. God will do the rest. That's exactly right. That's right. That's exactly so. right. I love that. I love that. And that just helps me know that it is not, doesn't have any part of my doing. Right. Whether if I deliver the, the gospel to you, mm-hmm. it is no part of my doing at all how you're going to receive it. So sometimes, like, I've been nervous about sharing the gospel with somebody because, oh, how will I do? Do mm-hmm. I know what to say? Will you understand what I say? Well, that's not my concern. I mean, my concern needs to be that I want to share the gospel with you. I want to share God's word with you. Right. But it's God that pricks your heart. Right. It's God that grows the message inside of you. Well, and, and we, we looked at that verse in, what, First Corinthians 3? Oh, yeah. Where it talks about, I mean, there were some factions in the church there. And Paul's, you know, some of them are following Apollos, some of them are following Paul. You know, he said, look, I preached the word and planted the seed and Apollos watered it and God's going to bring forth the harvest. So, you know, don't be worried about who's doing what. God's the one in control. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So where are we at here? Okay. I think there's another parable we need to talk about. (laughs) Woo! Yeah. Okay. This one's a little. This uh, one's a little tough. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like. Yeah. Okay, so this is the one of the parable of the weeds. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't like weeds. I don't like weeds either. I don't like weeds. I have my own parable of weeds. Well, come on, tell us one. I've I've told one. <laughs> okay, so. Is we, this the one about the azalea bushes? No, that's another good that's one. That's a good one. Huh? That's a good one. Okay, and our azaleas. Yeah, these azaleas have been there for years. They do great. Of course, this year they got hammered by the, the, the late frost. frost mm-hmm. Late freeze. Yeah. But you have these things that all of a sudden shoot up, and you're like, where'd this thing come from? And they're it elm trees. like overnight. We have these elm feet. trees. Now, we have a beautiful elm tree in the yard. Great big. we got a swing on it. And and I've got a whole other story about it, but I'm not going to go there right now. If you ever want to hear it, I'll tell you. But... um. <laughs> These elm trees just sprout up, and they're kind of a small seed like this. But all of a sudden, you're, you're trimming your your azalea. You're like, where'd this thing come from? And you follow it down, and it's a three foot tall tree already. 
Yeah. So you just cut it off at the bottom. And then it comes and back. And to make it look pretty so it won't be shown in your azaleas. <laughs> right. So you cut it off and you're like, get that out of here so it won't show in your azaleas. But, like, three weeks later, here you walk comes. outside and you're like, ah, I should have really weeded you. So now I can't get it out because now the root is way too big and it will mess with my azaleas because I just trimmed it for looks for so long. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I've trimmed it for looks for so long that yeah. now the root is like straight up. We didn't go to the root of the problem. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay, that's a so, good life lesson, right? That's a good parable. Good one, Lindsay. That's my yes. other parable. That's my that's my wife. That, right there. That's my other parable. So we have a 17 year old daughter. And she is stellar. Okay, so there may be people that watch this that know. But one day we had a little riff. And so I was like, okay, if I'm going to have a riff, I'm going outside to work. And Mm -hmm. so I decide, you know what? I'm going outside and weeding this really bad patch that's in the front of our house that has this weed. Oh, the dollar plant? Basically from hell. I mean... Yeah. I hope you never get it started in your house. Yeah. In your yard. So I decide I need to get outside and weed this. So if you ever in struggle, I mean, weeding is a good thing because you go out there. And at this point, this day, it was raining. So I am out there in the rain and I decided I could work in the yard as long as the thunder and lightning didn't come. Okay. There was some thunder and lightning coming. Okay. But I'm like, still, this is yeah. good for my soul. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm out there weeding. And as I'm weeding, I'm like, I'm pulling, I'm digging down in the mud and in the muck to get the real roots. Mm-hmm. And as I'm pulling them, I'm like, you know what? I pull these weeds out like I need to pull them out of my heart so they don't grow bitterness. Because if you don't get it all the way to the weed, it stays. Oh, I know. Like our big elm tree thing over there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to protect, at this point, I'm trying to protect my hydrangeas and not destroy them. So I'm going all the way down. So it's raining. So the mud is a little bit easier to, like, dig down and get these weeds. Yeah, you were a mess that day. I was a mess <laughs> on many levels. But it was so good for me to think I got to get the weeds out. Yeah. And in this parable... It talks about how the weeds are going to be removed first, and then after the weeds are removed, the plant will shine in the kingdom. What do we need to read it? Yeah, let's do. You want me to read it this time? If you need to work out some bitterness, go weed something in your yard. Okay. Matthew 13, 24-30, the parable of the weeds. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came. And sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. 
Yeah. To be burned. To be burned. We, we, we burned some of that stuff you picked up. We did, because yes. I was not going to throw She's it. Like, do not put it anywhere in the yard. Don't put it in the woods. Don't put it anywhere, because yeah. these weeds are... Yeah. They're terrible. And talk about this parable here from the Bible. You know, the Bible. Yes. The biblical parable, not ours. Yes. Um, do you want me to read that? We just did. No, you want me to read the explanation? Oh, you're going to read the explanation? Ready? Okay. No, yeah. no, no. You go no, ahead. No, I was just going to say... Yeah. You know, the weeds and the wheat are growing together. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, if you go back to Brian and uh, and Derek's parable, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the soil that had the weeds and the, and the vines and the tares, you know, we're, we're in the world. Right. We're not of the world, but we are in the world. Right. And I really believe this is a thing that, you know, God was wanting us to know. We, we're... We can't just be separate from everybody. We we can't go make a commune and go live. Okay, we're all going to live a righteous life here. It's still not going to work. That's right. But we're in the world, and we're all going to have to, you know, make it together. And then in the end, God's going to separate them out. That's right. And and we are to be different. We are not to, I mean, we are to be different, but we sometimes have to grow and thrive in situations that aren't easy. That's exactly right. And we have to look to plants, look to the sun mm-hmm. for growth. I mean, we have to seek mm-hmm. and continue to to do what we can do, you know, stay in the sun, stay in the word. Mm-hmm. I mean, like if we're the good plant, mm-hmm. like a good plant would send roots mm-hmm. for nutrients. Right. And it would look to the sun. There you go. To grip for growth. And so yeah. that's what we have to do. Yeah. Now, we are going to grow alongside some of these weeds and but weeds weeds roots are not as deep. So when most you're pulling the time. Huh? Yeah, most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> I, except Depends if you just neglect them. Yeah. If you don't pull them. Right. Right. But if you don't pull them, they they are gonna be bad. But still, as a plant, as one of the good plants I can put down deeper roots. Mm-hmm. I can do my work mm-hmm. to stay in the Word, to seek God, mm-hmm. and to grow my roots deeper, and to keep my my face towards the sun. There you go. All right, so we're going to read the explanation? Sure. Okay. You want to? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, Matthew thirteen thirty six through 43. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so will it will be at the end of the age. The son of man will send out his angels, and they will weed out his kingdom, everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Yeah. It's a little tough. Yeah. It is tough. It is tough. Yeah. But, I mean, we're talking about the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about how we need to live our life. And mm-hmm. so we are to be different. We aren't to be weeds. I mean, well, and it's we a got, real thing. We really need to go back to the, 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 the mustard seed where 
as the kingdom grows, it provides shade, provides refuge for the right. birds, you know. So if we're part of that kingdom, we need to be out there providing refuge, providing right. help. Exactly. You know, whatever to, to the to the needy world. Right. You know. Right. Because there will come a time. Yeah. There will come a time in the harvest. Right. That we will be separated. Mm-hmm. And we will be. Right. Taken with him to heaven, and some will be burned. Yep. I mean, I don't want to be that. No. I don't want to no. be that. No. And I don't want to be the one. I'm. I'm thankful that I'm not the one to judge that. That's not no for us. That's exactly that's right. That's not for us. That's mm-hmm. for. That's for God. That's right. He's the ultimate one. He's the. He's the. The gardener. Mm-hmm. The harvesters or the angels that are going to mm-hmm. come. That has nothing to do with us. Right. But our responsibility is to seek and stay there. That's right. Stay in God's Word. And get our fingers dirty. I got I got dirt under my fingernail still. I like it. From from working out in the garden. Yeah. I like it. Still have it. So There you go. If you need to hear any more parables from our garden or from our <laughs> yard, just let me know. We got some good ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, that is our challenge for you today, is that... Um, you know, like that seed that we talked about, that growing seed. You mm-hmm. know, stay in the Word and know that you are the one carrying God's message to other people. And the way that you do that is you stay in. And That's you right. stay um, growing your roots down and, deeper. And it's taken us a long time to figure that out. I really I mean, feel we like ta- it we has. We taught kids for years and years, and then the last couple of years we've really been yeah. back in the Word, and it's, it's good. Right. We do it together. So mm-hmm. I think it's important to do with with a partner, with yeah. a friend, um, married couple. We do it a Bible reading every day, and then, and then talk, we can about, talk it. about it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. But it does what it has grown in me even more so mm-hmm. is a seeking heart. That seeking heart to want to hear, mm-hmm. to want to see, because I do feel like there are Reach parables. Reach for the sunlight. There you go. <laughs> There's parables all around us. <laughs> oh, there I are. I mean, parables weren't just with Jesus. There are parables and pictures and stories all around us every day, yeah. and the Holy Spirit will reveal those truths to you. That's right. Like, I mean, I was straight up in the mud all over me thinking... feel like the prodigal son. Yeah, I'm like, okay, okay. I had to weed to get this mess out of me so I wouldn't grow a bitter heart. That's right. You know, so, I mean, there's so much you can learn from just keeping your eyes open, just staying in God's Word, just seeking. And Well, and we're glad you could join us here. And, and stay with this series. we got a lot of different people with a lot of different perspectives. That's right. And so uh, I think it's a really good, good yeah. idea, and, and I hope you enjoy this today. I love it.